welcome to I Am Divine, mastering your intuition with psychic mediums and spiritual psychology coaches and science of mind practitioners, Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. This is Paula Hunter. And this is Kim Garden. And welcome to another episode of I Am Divine, a spiritual podcast where you will discover your psychic potential within by learning skill sets that develop and master your spiritual gifts. We will teach you about universal truths that will empower you to manifest a life you truly desire. We are here to remind you who you are, the powerful badass that you are, the divine I am. Welcome to another episode of I Am Divine, where today Paula and I will be exploring missing our loved ones who have passed during the holiday season and ways to honor them. I know this time of year can bring forward a lot of emotions that can range anywhere from feelings of sadness and grief to feelings of joy, happiness, and of course, love. And I know for me, this time of year reminds me a lot of my mom. Christmas time was her holiday. It was her jam. And when she first passed, it was really hard. There were so many emotions and not having her there for the holidays, it just felt different. Like it just really felt different. And as much as we missed her, we made sure that that first year we tried to do everything we possibly could to keep her traditions going because that is how we felt we could bring her near. So we listened to Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers when we were decorating the tree, right? And I still listen to that when I decorate my tree today. For Christmas dinner, we made all the things that she would make. And I had made sure to learn how she made certain things. And it's not like it was like gourmet. Like we would have broccoli, cauliflower and carrots with cheese sauce. You know, she would make squash, garlic powder and sugar. But it's so good. Like there were certain things that she would make. And so I made that. We decorated the fuck out of our house because we wanted it to feel like Christmas. And we made sure to hold her annual Christmas Eve party every year because that was something that was really important to her. And in doing so, doing all of this stuff, it made missing her less. It made her feel like she was actually there. And we kind of felt like she was proud of us because we ended up sitting around and telling stories, especially at that Christmas party. We ended up just talking about her a lot and telling stories. And even though it was different, it still was really good. Have you experienced the loss of a loved one and missing them at holidays there, Paula? For me, I haven't had anyone that's really close to me pass. I mean, my grandparents and things are on the other side. I've always thought about that. For me, for instance, my grandfather passed. It would have been um, actually New Year's Eve that he passed. So he's one that I think about over the holiday season as well. But for me, there was a couple reasons for that. And I, I just explain a story really, really quick. Being open, being intuitive, we had been out kind of, I don't say I wasn't drinking that much, but my hubby was, so he was kind of passed out. But when I got home, I knew there was spirit there. I could kind of see a form. I didn't know who it was. And I was just not in a, in a place where I wanted to kind of communicate with anything. I wasn't kind of feeding in to see who it was. Um, and they were there. And I basically said, go away. I don't mm -hmm. want to deal with you right now. And I found out the next day that my grandfather passed. And I know in my heart that that was him coming to visit, and if you will, say goodbye, whatever that was. And I struggled with that when we talk about emotion. I felt guilty because I told him to go away. Mm -hmm. not really perceiving who he was because like I said we were out in this this drinking time and I was kind of frustrated with my husband because he was totally inebriated at the time and having to babysit that so I just didn't want to have any any part of it so 
you know, when we talk about those emotions and people that are close, so those are the ones that I think about. And as strange as it sounds, I have no kids. I've never had children. So for me, my kids have been my fur babies. Uh-huh. So I always think about my fur babies. And one of the things that I used to do when I had my store is I would do a tree and I would make cut out in construction paper or these little dog heads and cat heads. And so what I would do is invite people to come in and leave a donation and put one of these heads in loving memory of a pet on the other side. And then the the money that I collected, I took to the Humane Society, right? Mm -hmm. Because these animals were such a big part. So I find for me, when I think about Christmas and stuff, it goes to my fur babies. You know, I have a picture of one of them with Santa and you know what I mean? That's where my heart goes at Christmas. So I guess we can say it isn't just people, whatever we loved, you know, this is the time we think about it, knowing it's okay to miss them. Uh It's to honor the emotion of what you're feeling. And then, as you said, how can I honor, you know, that thing for me, the, and I actually called it Grizzly's Angels after my dog. I love it. It In memory and honor of him. Mm-hmm. I find actually when you speak of the animals, it's like I personally every year I have specific Christmas ornaments for my animals that have passed. As I'm putting it on the tree, I really connect to that energy and I remember them and I love like it's just it almost brings back that love, you know, like in at Christmas time, I find it makes me think of my mom more. So when for me specifically, I don't look at Christmas time as a bad thing or a sad thing. What it does is it like reignites those memories. Yes. And it allows me that opportunity to draw them close and remind them how much I love them and acknowledge them in that moment and be with them. And there's that connection, which I think is so beautiful. And so when people talk about really feeling the loss and looking at, you know, this time of year as such a, a hard time or a bad time, I guess my words would be to, instead of focusing on that loss, it's like shift your attention to the life, yeah. to the life that they had and those memories that you had and have those stories and tell those stories and pull out those, you know, trinkets that were your parents or your, you know, your family members that bring up those memories and that connection because the second you touch something the second you look at something and you think of them they are with you in that moment and you know enjoy it enjoy it and feel that love that's coming through yeah and I think Kim when we talk about our loved ones on the other side I think the firsts are always the most difficult you know missing them the first Christmas the birthdays the Mother's Days Father's Days all things like this And I just think it's so important to be able to honor your emotions through it. I love how you said, Kim, you have ornaments that represent, you know, your animals. So having something you can put in the tree, maybe your, your mom loved angels. So you're going to have angels. Maybe you received something from them. Maybe mom used to collect, you know, ornaments or Christmas decorations and being able to put that up in memory of them. And and I think what you said, yes, it's important to feel the emotion, but then go, okay, I want to think about the good things. I want to think about those memories and, you know, coming back to the times that we shared, you know, even if it's just a simple conversation or a hug, it's okay to miss, but Mm -hmm. let's honor that. Yeah. It's funny you say that I have my mom, she loved owls. So I have this really nice, it's a full feathered owl that I put in my tree. And for my one dog that passed, we used to call him Eeyore because he was so like, dunk, 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 dunk. 
thing. And so I actually have an Eeyore ornament, which I wrote on him. I wrote his name Spunky on the back, right? So it's like those little moments that you can create after they've passed, you know, as well by collecting those ornaments and things, I think is so important as well. But like you said, it's sitting, acknowledging that you miss them acknowledging that you love them but also being able to reflect on those beautiful memories yes I know this year I'm actually changing up things a little bit differently because like I said usually we pull out ornaments and the kids will look at the ornaments and we'll have those conversations that they I don't know if that was this podcast or the other podcast (laughs) but they'll 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 look at the ornaments and they'll reminisce but this year we're doing a whole picture tree where we're just going to be taking pictures of all our loved ones of all the memories of our past and that's going to be our ornaments all over the tree so that we can literally sit and reflect on each of those and have those conversations and really honor the ones that we love. I think that's a beautiful idea, Kim, to take those photos and create ornaments from it and just have a tree, you know, a memory tree Yeah, in remembrance of someone. I think that's a great idea for someone that might be really missing their loved ones and being able to look at the tree. And, you know, every time you see them, think about a memory that brings you joy. Yeah. Yeah. Or even still are creating some kind of like a memory box or something that you can, you know, whether they've passed recently or from before that you can go back in and you can look at, look at those little memories of like necklaces that you made for say, like, so your mom, my mom has a box and like, she would have stuff that we made as a child, but I kept it. And so being able to go through that and knowing that my mom kept that of me, but also going through my mom's jewelry box, like there's jewelry that reminds me of her, you know, like there's, there's so many different things that you could put those memories into a box. And then, you know, on those days where you are feeling overwhelmed or missing them, you're able to go back and really be with them and reminisce about those memories. Yeah. And be in the emotion to, again, to release, you know, and those triggers sometimes will help it to come forward so we can move through it. Uh And then to, again, going back to Christmas dinner or going back to those holidays and traditions is whether it's cooking a meal, whether it's, you know, having a party, whether it's going in, you know, dropping a gift anonymously to somebody, you know, like little things like that, keeping those traditions alive that your loved ones have done too, I think are really important and a fantastic way to honor them as well. Yeah. I know part of our Christmas dinners, we would always do a toast, you know, before we started our dinner too. And part of it was to our loved ones that that were on the other side and honoring them. And when we talk about everything being energy, words and thoughts, as soon as we do that, it's like, I'm holding up a flag, you know, I'm, I'm bringing you in here, you know, someone bringing in like a plane, right? I'm inviting you in. So when we honor that, we're literally inviting spirit in and they're going to come. They're going to be part of whatever that situation is, that celebration, they're going to be there. And I used to tell people too, you know, set a seat for them. Yes. And something I found that they do out here a lot in New Brunswick, I don't know, I I hadn't really seen it in other places, but come Christmas season, you'll see a lot of like candles in the window. So especially ones that can be plugged in. So that's one thing I really notice around here is people will have these candles in the windows in memories of those on the other side too. It's like always we're inviting them in. Yeah. How beautiful is that, right? Mm -hmm. In doing so, you're creating like a tribute to them. You're creating this beautiful memorial, this way of honoring them. And like I said, inviting them in. Yeah. Also, I, I know I mentioned it before, but going back to really just bringing them to life through your conversations really tell those stories, man. Even if you say the same stories every year, we always joke, we sound like broken records because we do. We repeat the same stories every year, all the time. But you know what? They still make us laugh. They still make us cry. And it just brings us so much connection to our mom. 
It's interesting because as I'm sitting here, the guides are showing me, you know, sitting down and writing them a letter, mm, right? So, and I, I think and it's coming back into the energy and something I didn't even think about, but they're showing me sitting down and writing a letter and, you know, telling them about your year, telling them what your experiences have been and sharing all the, 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 the trials and tribulations and the joy that has come forward in this year. So whether you choose to say burn it after and send it up to the ethers or, you know, hold on to it again, we're expressing emotion, we're moving through it. And we're inviting them in. So I thought that was really cool. You know, write them a letter. Yeah. And I just heard too is put gratitude in it as well. Gratitude for who they were and what they brought to your life. You know, like especially, again, those traditions that they used to hold. That took work. That took effort. But they did it out of love. You know, so it's like, thank you. Because when they're not, they're not necessarily here. We miss that stuff. You know, it's like, oh, it's different. And so by having gratitude, I appreciate all that you did. I appreciate, you know, the meal that you cooked. I appreciate, you know, the gifts you would give. We used to joke all the time that my mother-in-law, she gave horrible gifts. She gave horrible gifts, but you know what? I miss them because they were funny and we would laugh about how bad they were, you know, but she gave them with love and they weren't necessarily our style, but it still created a moment for us. And I mean, she would laugh about it too with us. Like it wasn't anything malicious or anything, but it just created something for us. And now that she's gone, it's like, I miss those gifts. And I appreciate those gifts even more now because she went out and she bought them with with love, you know, and there was there was good intention behind them. And again, we I think we talked about this in the last episode is sometimes gifts are not necessarily received the way people want us to, but we still appreciated them. And now that she's gone, I appreciate those gifts so much more. Yeah so agree with that too makes me think of like the ugly christmas sweaters or as you said like an aunt or someone where you haven't seen them for say like five years and they still see you as being a child so they send you something that's like way too small or just so out of touch with who you are and you know you're just gonna giggle about that stuff too yeah but again they were thinking of you yes they thought of you you know which which holds so much value to yourself i think also when we lose a loved one we miss the traditions and we miss them but it's also an opportunity to really create something new as well. And like you said, we can honor them by lighting a candle. We can honor them by, you know, putting decorations on. It's an opportunity for new traditions to be formed as well. Yeah. And I think I totally agree with that too. What are the new new things that you're going to create in memory of them too? I believe in holding the, tra- I'm a traditionalist, so I believe in holding the traditions as well. But still, you know, going with the flow and, and going with how you're feeling that year. If you're feeling emotional or depressed, it's okay not to have all that stuff around. I can still honor the person. I can still be my emotion and, and move through it and knowing that, you know, next year, next time is going to be different and that's yeah. okay. And that they're okay with it too. Yes. You know what I mean? They're, they're not angry. They're not, you know, they're not mad that you're not doing things a certain way. They're not frustrated that you're feeling that way. They are perfectly okay. And they're honoring you in the space that you are in as well. Yeah, very, very true. So are there other things that you do, Kim, in, in memory of, you know, loved ones on the other side? Like I said, I know you have kind of closer connections on the other side than what I do. And a lot of them revolve around my mom. I'm trying to think if there's stuff that, again, for all my loved ones who have passed, there's always a Christmas ornament for each and every one of them. And again, as we place it on the tree, we honor them and we usually end up telling a story about them. And because it's with my kids and my ex, it it could take a while. Decorating our tree takes a while, (laughs) right? Because we do have quite a few loved ones um, who have passed. Playing music, I'm pretty sure there's more, there's a lot more traditions that I'm just not thinking of right now. 
think it is just coming back to what feels right for you and honoring them in the way that you want to honor them, however that is in that moment, and not allowing anyone else to tell you what is right or wrong or what you should or shouldn't do is so important. Yeah. I just thought, in honor of my father-in-law, we drink mimosas in the morning. That is my father-in-law. He kind of just popped in. He's like, um, hello. And he showed me a drinking glass. That's right. Mimosas in the morning. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's whatever you want to do, however it flows. Yeah. So this brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for joining us during our conversation today about missing our loved ones during the holiday season. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Divine. And as always, thank you for listening. And if you enjoy our show, please read our podcast and be sure to come back next week where we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to be recording our podcast, but we're actually going to be jumping in live on our Facebook page and invite you guys to come in, have some holiday cheer, have some discussion. We're going to talk about year in review, all the things that we've been successful with, the lessons that we've learned, and just share time together, share that energy and the love. So until then, this is Paula. And Kim. And don't forget that you are powerful. I am divine badass. This podcast was created by Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. We welcome you to join our private Facebook group, I Am Divine, to connect with other like-minded individuals and be part of our special events that will only be found in our private community. We would love to hear your feedback on today's podcast and on any other topics that you would like to know more about. For more information about our podcast, information on Kim and Paula, our special events, spiritual coaching, training programs, or even to book a private reading with Kim or Paula, we invite you to visit our website at www.iamdivine.ca.